Welcome to Gay Porn Talk with Evan and Polly, sponsored by GayCheapPorn.com. Welcome to another week of Gay Porn Talk with your hosts Polly and Rock Lobster Evan. Hi, Rock Lobster. You're like blowing out the equalizer. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll try to try to tone it down a little bit. Uh, you got a little bit uh, red today. I see that you were saying that it's this is better. I, I was off on, out on a boat. Yes, it's actually better. It, it looks better, even though it looks bad. So, what do you think it is? Is it? Uh, I have a reverse. I have a reverse raccoon. <laughs> yeah, it actually. So, do you think it is that uh, the wind burn mostly makes you red, or is it the sun? I think I was out and it was sort of overcast and windy, and you know, mother always said you get a bad burn on a day like that. Who knows so she was right? Okay, well, there you go, Rock Lobster. Uh, well, I hope it, it doesn't hurt so much. So, but it Ow! Nice. Don't touch! <laughs> but it was nice that you had a nice uh, weekday uh, boat ride. Uh, anybody cute? This is in your office. Anybody cute in your office? Yes. Really? And Is anybody cute and maybe would fool around with me? Would fool around with you because hmm. you had a you had a your last office shoot you were it's in. It's apparently a tall order. Um. <laughs> no, your last office you would never you would invite me to some parties and and your boss was really uh, hitting on me one time. I, I was rubbing my nipples in front of him, and uh, can we say his name or well? Well, good thing I don't work there anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say, um, can we say his name? No, nah, let's okay. not say his name. Okay, uh, he's not a listener. Well, you never know. <laughs> GD, how's that? No, but there's one, one secretary, male secretary. Oh, is he's he like your height. Wow. Wow. Uh, and, 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 but young. Very young. Uh, well, maybe. We'll have to see. I have to go and cruise him and see what, he, what I think about him. Uh, so he could be quite a few years your junior. <laughs> like two? <laughs> Please. Um, so uh, th- uh, anything else in your week going well? Everything going well in your week? I was just busy. Busy, 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 busy week. Busy, busy week. Um, okay. So uh, I think that's it. So you ready for our... Absolutely, and we should say that in, in, in two weeks, we're going to have, we're finally nailed it down, we're going to do our 70 special in two weeks. Fantastic. And uh, it'll be, be exciting, and so tune in for that, and uh, Are we'll you going to wear a, a fro? Are you going to wear a wig? I'm going to wear a rainbow wig. Rainbow <laughs> wig. <laughs> Go to a basketball game. Is that where they wear them? Yes, maybe oh. hold up like Isaiah 741 or something, I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know any of those because I don't play basketball and Isaiah 741 would be what? I don't know. I don't know what Isaiah 741 is. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Next. Okay. <laughs> that's me having sex again? Yeah, that's you having sex. It's the news. All right. Uh, first thing that made me giggle, did you see Clay Gakin uh, got interviewed by Diane Sawyer? Did you see this no. interview? Okay, very, very funny clip. So Clay Gakin is getting interviewed by Diane Sawyer, and she goes, okay, you know it's coming down to this. Uh, we're going to talk about your sexuality. And he lets out this giggle that if you think either one of us are fags, <laughs> oh, my God, he's like, Diane, I have to tell you, it's nobody's business if I'm gay or not. Did you not see? This is hysterical. <laughs> so he goes on to tell Diane Sawyer that she's rude for asking about his sexuality and that it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter that he, you know what his sexuality is. It's nobody's business but his own. But in the meantime, of course, he's getting fisted by people on the internet but other than that is nobody's business but his own and then he starts laughing going why would anybody want to know <laughs> oh my god this guy is so fagula so uh two things i find interesting about it a do you think it's important uh that we do know do you think it's important that he does come out and say okay look you know i, I am gay or do you think it is that you know that we shouldn't you know really care i mean what is it because, I mean, part of me goes, you should just say it because you should just say it. 
You know, you should just say because you were like a big old fag. If it wasn't like, you know, you were Tom Selleck or something like that, you're a big old fag. Well, by, by, by denying it, you're basically telling us that you are. I mean, well, you know, if you're not if you're not willing to base, I mean, if you're straight, you basically say, oh, yeah, I'm straight. I mean, I like but that. I don't care if you're gay because I, I think of people like the um, the guy who uh, who uh, was on the Dukes of Hazards and was on the the. It gets beat up Tom for Lopin. living. No, 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 no. The the remake with uh, gosh, uh, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think of Johnny Knoxville because it's you know, a stream of consciousness. He goes to gay bars and and nobody really thinks he's gay. But I mean, you know, he gets hit up by gay men all the time, and he's like, "Oh, that's really great." Yeah, I'm, he, was I'm really cover, he was just on the cover. of Out. Yeah, last, he was on yeah. He was on and talking about how people feel up his crotch and stuff like that. And I mean, there's a, and and there's a lot of straight actors who you know get uh, you know called gay, and they're like, oh, "I don't care." But only Clay Gakin laughs like a girl and goes, "Oh, Diane Sawyer, you're rude." So, uh, so that's my question: Is that does it really matter? You know, when a big old fagula is saying no, or is it just part of like you know? It, that's I think some of the part of our visibility is that I think people should come out. I personally think you know, especially when you're Clay Gakin. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, are the fifty-year-old women really not going to come to your concerts anymore? So uh, maybe not. I really don't particularly care for him very much. So. Um, I don't know, but he's a redhead. You should love him. Actually, I'm just thinking. A lot of this news is all about redheads today. Is it? it oh, is. it's like my news. It is. Next, uh, Tom Cruise. Did you see this? This well, is not a redhead. Uh, no, but this is very interesting. There's there was going to be a tell-all book by a porn star called Big Red, because he's a redhead and got a big right, dick. Right. Right. Uh, it's very interesting. He was going in with a uh, with a um, known. Uh, uh, Oh, a dick, private dick. I'm doing the one hand clapping you're liking. He was going in with a private dick who uh, he was going to a PI who was uh, they were going to write a book. Right? Private investigator, uh, and write, they were going to write a book about it. But instead, the private investigator thought he would actually make some money by telling Tom, you know, Cruz's camp about the book and 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 um, and get money from it. But they got stiff for that too. So the, the private investigator ended up getting. I'm sorry, I just did I unplug this. No, <laughs> the private investigator. Uh, you're like sound guy much. today. You're just like <laughs> you know, you're like sound. an oral bull in a ginal shop. I mean, it's just like from a sound standpoint. Oh, well, I'm this sorry. Is, it's it's well, actually, it'll be very interesting. You like a little sound scene tour, yeah? Go ahead. Uh, with, but so uh, Big Red, anyhow, and this private investigator who now Big Red has uh, had a squash on the book, of course, uh, was talking about Tom Cruise and what Tom Cruise loves to do is wrestle. So in this story that you can find in HollywoodInterrupted.com. Uh, tells this uh, story about uh, how Big Red has been with many stars, by the way. Big Red alleges that he's been with Antonio Banderas, Jason Priestley, and Garth Brooks, and Randy Travis. And Tom Cruise, he was very specific on Tom Cruise. So he talks about how the two bodyguards picked him up. He went to the specific house where the private investigator actually acknowledged was, you know, one of Tom Cruise's houses and went in the back door. And uh, he wrestled with Tom Cruise for, well, Tom Cruise did go in the back door. Uh, he wrestled with Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise said, I love redheads, as he wrestled and threw him on the ground and then fingered his hole and while the guy jacked off on him. So that was kind of interesting. So more rumors about Tom Cruise being gay. And I think it's very interesting, too, because the, he had a lot of collaboration on this book. Uh, and then all of a sudden it was put squashed on so by Tom Cruise and his powerful money. So what do you think about that? Speaking of people that are gay that aren't coming out, allegedly. Okay. So it sounds, sounds, yeah, it could be true. Well, I, I think it most likely is. And so, but it was really kind of funny because the first guy who came out also talked about wrestling with Tom Cruise too. Remember the first porn mm. guy who came out yes. and talked about it? It was also a wrestler. And recanted. 
recant it because I think the money came in. Ching, ching. And, uh, I was afraid he was getting sued. Well, there is. Well, if you go to, yeah, because he does threaten that too a lot. If you go to HollywoodInterrupted.com, there actually is a, uh, a photo of the check that Tom Cruise's camp sent to this private investigator uh, to tell them about this guy. I, I think if you're heterosexual, you really have nothing to worry about. What difference does it make? Nobody can really write a book about you being gay if it really didn't happen. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, and so, yeah, you should go look for the full story because it's a whole a whole story about how he went into great detail about the whole wrestling moves and, and uh, the ripping of the underwear and how Tom Cruise said, if I rip your underwear, I'm going to get you a new pair. Don't worry about it. And all this other kind of kooky shit. So uh, the whole thing. And, and he also slept with, you know, who's the blind um, opera singer? Uh, he also slept with him too, the blind opera singer, Big Red did. You, you know, I can't that? remember who you're talking about. Well, it's a blind opera. Bocelli? No, I don't know. Some blind <laughs> opera singer. I, I know him when I see him on TV, <laughs> but I, I don't know any of his songs. I don't care about his name. I don't really care. Blind opera singer. And then last, I have this was very interesting. South Korea picks a gay film for Oscar contention. Oh, really? Yeah, that's very interesting. A Korean film has never been nominated for an Academy Award, so they're putting up this gay film. Uh, I thought this was really interesting. The gay film uh, was called King and the Clown. Is the name oh. of their film that they're putting up by director Lee Jun Junket. It is Junket. <laughs> uh, uh, about a male. It can't be Junket. J U N dash I K. Junket. Junkik. Junjink. Jun yes. What is it? Okay. Junk oh, close enough. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it's Junket. <laughs> that's Junket. Well, when he I'd like to me? go on a press Junket. Yeah, there you go. Can I press Junket? <laughs> uh, it's about a male clown caught between the affections of the king and the love of a fellow performer. Hmm. Uh, so it's the number two film of all time ticket sales in South Korea. Uh, and so I think it's kind of interesting that uh, such a homophobic country is going to put uh, a gay film up for the nomina uh, nominations for, uh, uh, for the Academy Awards. Is that kind of See, interesting? I think that's interesting. I don't know that it's kind of hard to say that the Korea is homophobic. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not it's certainly no Amsterdam. No. I mean, it's not, not the All, Netherlands. It's not Sweden. Most Asian countries, uh, well, as you see Hong Kong, too, just uh, they have a, a law on the books right now saying that if you have uh, homosexual sex before you're 21, you go to jail forever. Like, well, sometimes and so they're trying to repeal that. But I mean, it, they're they're different. They're not all Singapore. So, no, I right. understand that. But I'm just and saying, a lot of like Asian countries, like that, doesn't exist in Japan. A lot of Asian countries are very. It's kind of interesting, very homophobic. The whole idea of it is like you know, close your eyes and maybe it's not there. Kind of idea of I, you know of, I think that is I think that's, that's, that's more the, the cases as opposed to like if we were considered sort of the Middle Eastern countries oh, where where, where, gonna cut your where, where it's actively homosexual is actively disproved oh, yes. here it's like no no we want you to get married and we want and, you to get married and still fool around with guys but just behind right. your back I think in Korea you know you could as long as you oh, as long yeah. you're, do the right by the family you yes. go get married oh and, you can you, have sex with men all you want you go to the gay geisha and you know hey yeah. you're all they don't have geishas in. Well, no, but it is very Korea. interesting. Uh, their their culture is very interesting in that respect. That it is about marrying and having children, and you can go, you know, hog right. wild if you want to, as long as you you know meet your you know expectations of it. So, so I think it's different. I mean, it yes, there's certain aspects of it that are very homophobic, but there are other aspects that are. It reminds me of the '50s, uh, and and here in the states, it reminds me of, like the '50s in the states where you would get married and you know, still fool around. So that's the news. Are we ready for our next segment? I'm ready. I have awaited a question. When are you going to do that? Well, I'll do it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was ready for you to do something else. I wasn't ready for that. Sorry. Okay. As always, I'm so prepared. 
Um, you are actually prepared tonight, which is why it's scary. You're actually here prepared. There you go. Uh, well, I'm fucking with your sound, so that's really good. Uh, <laughs> so question comes from Barry from uh, Massachusetts, and he writes in and says, I'm a gay male, 29-year-old. Uh, I'm a gay 29-year-old male. <laughs> and have a straight male friend that is putting the moves on me. When I ask him what, what is he doing, he says he's just playing with me, but I'm sure it's making passes. Uh, should I go with the flow or just ignore it? So uh, Barry writes in basically saying that uh, his straight friend is putting the moves on him, and uh, what should he do about it? So what do you think? This sounds like a solution in search of a problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's really, okay, this is a couple problems that I have. If it's a really a good friend, and this is going to put a kind of oddity in your friendship, but most likely what he'll end up doing is you'll have a fuck buddy every time that he's drunk, he'll come over and... Right. I mean, it, it sounds you, like but... he's perhaps not that straight. But well, I don't know. I will tell you that I've had a lot of straight friends who I will be the first gay male friend that they've known or will have met, and they'll want to try it and and uh, mm-hmm. and do things, you know, with me. And I personally never turned them down. <laughs> there have been a couple times actually I've turned them down. Right. Well, I mean, I, what I'm, my, really my point friends. is that not that maybe they're instead of a instead of a Kinsey zero, they're a Kinsey one or two. You know, yeah, it's probably true. I mean, if they if they really sort of yeah, if, if they, really they wanna... if they want to sort of experiment at all, I mean, as opposed, it's well, sort of like gay guys who who want to have sex with women to see what it's like. I don't know if it's that as much as it's just easy sex. I mean, let's face it, when you have true. when you have straight sex, it's hard. You have to go buy drinks and woo her and uh, you know get her flowers and you know put a GHB pill in her drink and you know all this shit before you can fuck her. Now there was an article in the Washington Plate. What was it last week? It was talking about about uh, heterosexuals and if, that if uh, that if guys could actually have sex with women in the restrooms, oh yeah, we'd never be able to use them. Oh no, that's a very true statement. <laughs> and and it's just so. I mean, you're right. It's it's obviously sometimes it's about easy sex. It's sometimes about easy sex because they know they're going to pull down their dick. You'll suck it off. Five minutes later, they can watch a football game with you. And so it's kind of interesting. I I think personally, but he says he's putting the he's putting the moves on him. The so straight guy's putting moves on the gay guy. Yeah, right. Gary. Which is sort of you know I think it's a little bit more than you know oh you know I could get my dick sucked if you wanted to do it. Which is sort of a typical sort of straight, you know. I don't know. Well, I mean, he's, he's, if he's actually doing something a little bit more active, you know, maybe he, maybe he wants to try something. You may be right there. Well, so your your case is probably, I think we're saying the same thing just in two different languages. So basically, we're both saying that, yeah, go for it, right? I mean, it, just, if he, it really, it, it might put a crimp in your friendship, but, you know, he might get good sex out of it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there you go. Right, or you can tell him. I mean, the, that's the other thing is communicate. You can say, oh, yeah. really, you know, like when you, maybe you think you're being playful when you like knock me to the ground, wrestle me and pull off my underwear. But, you know, that's really kind of a turn on. And, and that's what I might do with my boyfriend. So, you know. Uh, see, this is why I say next time he, he knocks you down to the ground and pulls off your underwear, stick your ass up in the air. That's right. what I say to do. No, but I'm, I'm being, I mean, I know, it may, I know, it may be that the, 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 the straight friend doesn't really sort of realize that the effect that they're uh... having. And I and you can you do. can certainly you can, oh probably they Nobody, do but and, you can call the question yes well and it seems that he has and he says he's just fooling around but okay. I think that if you have the this is the other thing is that your usual gut feeling isn't wrong so when somebody's making a pass at you you know when somebody's making a pass at you if it happens more than once and you know that somebody's making a pass at you accept it next time next time he comes to your house uh, have your pants down no that's that freaks straight guys out don't do that <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't do that next time he uh, comes to your house be blindfolded. <laughs> No, I was going to say, yeah, pull your pants down, but straight guys don't. Throw yourself down on some stairs. Yeah. Oh, you should not be giving advice. <laughs> oh, no. But we both said the same thing. No, I, I'm Go kidding for you. It. Okay. I'm kidding you. Okay. Are we ready for our next Yep, segment? ready for the next segment. Hello. Oh, not that. I am not gay. It's part of 
part of our audio problems day. <laughs> it is. Okay, so this is the segment where we are reviewing uh, all different kind of gay culture or, or culture that actually appeals to gay men. Sure. Uh, or and women, too. And it lesbians. could appeal to gay women. I, I could, yeah, lesbians like this, too. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so today you have chosen for us... We're going to talk about Survivor. <gasps> Survivor, which we talked about like four weeks ago, I think, about the racial diversity on Survivor. Cook and Islands, now, and we're only going to talk about the men. So, well, so yeah. I'm sorry. If, <laughs> sorry lesbian, lesbian listeners... Unless you like looking at the men. Well, there's uh, one man there that I think lesbians like. That looks uh, like a lesbian be. right there. Um, uh, and, so, and so we'll talk about him. And, of course, we'll have, and if you have the enhanced version of the podcast, we'll also throw okay, fantastic. pictures of those now, guys. Now, I think that this is a loser crop, personally. <laughs> I think this guy's... There's some hotties. Are either three hotties, four hotties, and then the rest of them are all losers. Uh, and you also African American guy. You already took the one off that. Uh, uh, Seku, we, we mentioned him because he is gone. We're not going to talk about the one that just aired. Like, yeah, because, a couple days ago. People because people might not have seen right, it. May, may still have it on TiVo. Yes. We don't want to spoil it for you and have us blame us. Right? I, yes. Blame your significant other for telling you. Yeah. When they watched it. Um, Asians lost. But Seku is from from LA and a jazz musician, <laughs> and he was gone. Yes. So. Uh, um, there is but, a gay guy on this episode, and there's another right. guy who is so fucking hot that he makes me wet. Is uh, is in the um, Latin crowd? No, really. So this is interesting. I think this will be like a Rorschach test that, that our listeners will all go because you pointed to Ozzy, who's yeah. from Venice, California, and is a waiter, and you think he's like really, really, really hot. Yeah, I think he's about to cream my pants hot. Actually, the the hottest though I think is Brad, who is um, a mix between Hawaiian and something else. Is that the whole? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. maybe. It was Hawaiian and something else that he was saying that it was a mix between. It was really kind of interesting because when they're like, oh, all these Asians, let's put all these Asians together. And it was like, well, they're all from different places. You have the one guy who really is a boat person, who is a self-admitted boat person. Uh, a cowboy. Right. And, uh, and then you have from everybody Christian else. From Christianburg, Virginia, which I didn't realize. And then everybody else who is like all American. And I'm like, you know, you're all American. And, so, and Cowboy actually lists his job as prelate for the Loyal Order of Moose. Really? <laughs> For real? Yes. Okay. And Brad's a fashion designer. Oh, yeah. Um, so Brad is the gay one. And I also think that Brad is the cutest out of everybody, too. And he's very hot. Very hunky. Right. Well, I, I don't know. I, very it gorgeous. Would be, it would be a, a toss-up. I think Yule's very hot as well. Uh, Yule's and very nice looking. But he's from San Mateo and a management consultant. And he's got a scorching body. He do- Oh, they do. But Brad has like the face to die for. Hawaiian right. men are, are just gorgeous looking. Uh, it's something that's just beautiful about them. So, And then in the Latin... Uh, uh, group uh, since we're all grouping them up uh, by ethnicities. Uh, this guy's horrible, Billy. I don't like Billy, and I think they're he's a heavy metal guitarist from New York. New York. And this is not gonna, this is not gonna throw anything out because this is what they've been advertising all week, and I think it's actually the head of it on TiVo says uh, that they're gonna think about throwing a competition to get rid of Billy because that's what a pain in the ass he is. Right, and he's also and he's on the same team with JP, who is a pro volleyball player from Marina del Rey. Oh, sad. and he is also got a very hot body. Oh, I love JP. Is he Latin? Yes. I didn't know that. He's on the Latin team. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Well, there you go. And see, the Latin members are also from different areas of the country well, and have different... They're all Americans, so some oh, some may be from Puerto Rican descent, some may be from Mexican descent, some may be from which is, Caribbean You know descent. what I find really interesting? Because it is the, the most racism that I come across because I have a large uh, Latin uh, family, uh, personally, and I have actually Asian family, too, that you know I hang around. But it's usually within their own group because my Latin friends are horrible with – they're from Cuba and some of them from Mexico. They're horrible with each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, they looked out on the, El Sal- on the Salvadorans. Yeah, they're, they do. They're like the lowest in the pecking order. Yeah. And it's kind of like, uh, 
you all seem very Latin to me. And that's um, the thing. I, I'm like, you know, I'm like, hey, people, white people hate you all. Please don't <laughs> be mean to each other. But yeah, our Cuban friends just say the most horrible things. And then my Asian friends also say horrible things about other you right. know, Asian groups. So what I find really kind of interesting is that racism within your own, you know, you made a joke the other day is uh, about how the gays uh, will get everybody in the Middle East together because we they all hate us. <laughs> <laughs> and you made a joke about that, and I'm like, well, you know, you know, America is not so tolerant of anybody of color, and so you know, why don't you all instead of hating each other, hate you know all of them? <laughs> but I thought it was interesting in the episode that everybody and and let we should also mention Nathan because Nathan is is he's also hot. He's he's, oh, he's from LA retail sales. He's he's sort of the the remaining black male. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I'm going to say funny about Nathan is that yeah he needs to play with girls a little bit better than he's doing. So I think that's really because <laughs> the girls are going to kick his ass. Out. Right. But I mean every all the different groups sort of there was sort of this idea of, of representing, and what was what was very interesting was that the Caucasian group no, nobody even thought about that. They were like, oh, we're playing Survivor. Well, I will say this too is that I think Survivor probably edited that in to show oh, you the best light of it. But I think most people, when they're there, really their goal is oh, right. I, I don't think they care if they're Asian. I don't think they care if they're red, yellow, white, you know, black. I think they just want to win this fucking game. And to do that, I, I don't think it's on your mind saying. Right. How am I going to get along with you? And people? we should mention Jonathan, who's from L.A. and writer-producer who went to Exile Island mm -hmm, last uh, week. because he stole somebody's chicken. <laughs> well, that, that's another thing I will say about the uh, – it was this guy, Seiko, uh, Suku, or what is his name? Seiku. Seiku. Uh, it was his decision. Takes a lick and keeps on taking. He, well, uh, he didn't take a lick in. No. He's out. Uh, I thought that was an interesting concept where he's like, let's throw him in right away. I'm like, you know, I would have done things very different because I think that's very adversarial at the very beginning. I thought what you would have done is said anybody want to volunteer because there is a reward for going to the island. Mm -hmm. So I would have thought somebody would have said uh, any volunteers, and I'm sure there would have been a volunteer, and if not, then you would have just done an eating, meeting, mining, moe kind of thing where rather now yeah, they're going to have – kind of hard. Well, now they're going to have a war against the other tribe. Well, might. So. And, and Adam's very hot as well. Oh, Adam so, is, Adam's from is San Diego, he's, a, he's in copier sales – and again, he's 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 the hottie on on the yes. Caucasian tribe. Yes. So there you go. So uh, so this week uh, they got, of course, the best ratings because they started off without any reruns. So what do you mm -hmm. think of it so far? It's interesting. I mean, it's it's sort of like you know what was also interesting, and this 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 is something I noticed because I, I watched this with Racist Ricky, and I point out this stuff, and of course he watches it. And if you want to watch Racist Survivor with anybody, watch it with Racist really? Ricky. What did Racist Ricky say? <laughs> he makes me laugh. <laughs> Because, like, before the, the different tribes make up the stereotype, he's already there on the stereotype. Really? I mean, he's like, oh, well, they're doing stereotype? that. And, of course, they're like this. Well, they're all, the, all the Asians are all going to be together, and they're all smart. They're all going to do really well. Oh, that's, what, <laughs> that's what Rush Limbaugh said. So that's very good. So maybe he, uh, maybe he subscribes to but, Rush Limbaugh. But the, the one thing that he noticed, and I noticed as well, was that you remember when they did before they did older women, older yeah. men, younger women, younger men? Yeah. There was none of that. It wasn't. Asian team, Asian American team. It was all the names of the different tribes. Oh, it wasn't like so they the Caucasian them. tribe and the oh, for the for the. <laughs> they weren't the, the, the wasn't anything like that. It wasn't like yeah. older men, you know. I mean, but which they did with the last time they sort of separated them into four tribes like this. Jeff Probst did that. Yes, he because did he didn't. He, he but but here there wasn't. I think there was a sensitivity He's there that you know eggshells. Well, I again, I uh, I think this is uh, I. 
I think this is great because I think it it talks people about race relations, and I think that's uh, I think it's good talking about it. I will say though, when I watch Survivor from other countries, we're pussies. Let's just say this mm-hmm. because when I saw Survivor from Australia, they were like swimming with uh, poison, the most poisonous sea snakes in the world, and uh, shit was coming out at them. They didn't give them any kind of food. I mean, this is rough shit. And you're watching the England show, and it's like even rough shit. They're, and they're, this is kind of like a pussy That's show. Different. Well, the England show they give them food. Yeah, because we do. talked about shipwreck, which is now on BBC America here. And actually, what did I read? I read something. This is also another side note. This is like my episode of side notes. Oh, um, you're doing my Was job. that uh, that actually that all the stuff that we see on BBC America, most of it is not on BBC. Really? It's like from Channel Four yeah. and from the other networks in 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 the UK. So it's and they took take the crap and give it to the American. <laughs> they put it on BBC America. Yeah. Well, they say that's so bad because I'm sitting here thinking, God, you know, England is like just fabulously brilliant, and uh, and uh, of course they're giving us crap, and I'm thinking it's they're fabulous. They're giving us the crap. They're giving us all the crap. So, uh, but there you go. So that is Survivor. Check it out and watch the hotties and vote for all the hotties we like. And there we go. And we'll we'll hope for the hotties to win. So are we ready for our next segment? Ready. Born with you. Born with you. Okay, well, I don't know what you have this week. I didn't pay any attention to you this week. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so, what do you have I'm for under this the this radar? Week? I, you are two movies. Okay. Uh, first one is actually part two of of, of one we watched before. With it's Lifeguard, the Men of Deep Water. Okay. Because we saw, oh God, what was it? Oh, what was it? It was Beach something. It had it had the men oh. of, of Manly of 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 uh, Deep Water Beach. Yeah. Um, also from Titan. So it is. Yes. Is again. It's Joe Gage, and. So this oh, is, damn it, I didn't write down the number of minutes. I'm sorry, but it is, it's like It's, it's like going to be hours. very long. Yeah, because two uh, hours. Titan Men is like, bang for your buck, because they give you... But it's not that many scenes. But see, that's the thing about Titan, it never is that many scenes. It's usually like three or four or five, and it's like two hours, and each scene is like 35 minutes of like, you know, ass eating. And... Right, and I think this is, it comes as a double. Okay. Um, we also, there there is, um, I believe there's a director's cut um, as well. Okay. A version, uh, then we're not going to review. What's going to be in the director's cut? Um, or? The director's cut includes fisting and water sports. Okay, uh, um, which they don't put out there because certain states actually have laws about right. fisting and, and things, so could, they have to control where it goes to because it's like really like ten or fifteen states don't allow that. Right, and and you could if you really really wanted that if that was sort of what you really want, and I think you could enjoy it without the fisting and water sports. Um, you could probably go directly from Titan Media and get it. Yeah, you but you know, I think it's a good movie anyway. Okay, so what do you got for us? What I'm giving you, I'm giving it three and a half. Okay, that's between a boner and a rock hard. You yeah. drive everybody nutty when you do the half marks, the half slaps. Uh, well, it's hard because I, it's it's hard. It's a, it's a coarse scale. I and um, again, it's really only like three and a half, maybe four scenes. Okay. Um, How's it three and a half? Well, the what's a half scene? Well, you don't come. The, in the last scene, the two people are sort of join them in this in this okay, first scene, I see what you're saying. and then they kind of move apart, and they're they're sort of involved, sort of in their own scene at the end. Okay, I get what but, you're saying. But but it's sort of it's sort of like a semi orgy, but then it sort of breaks off. It breaks off. off. That's what happens with orgies usually. Yeah, I know. Um, it's, it's like uh, when. Uh, but there yeah. are a ton of extras. Um, uh, chapters, come shot chapters, interviews with uh, Derek Hansen and uh, Toba Brandt and. Uh, Let's see who's oh Ken Mack who are all actually in the second scene, okay. um, behind the scenes uh, and with fluffing footage, oh, uh, really? photo sessions, trailers. Um, so you ready for my tagline? I'm ready. I wanna fuck a lifeguard. Oh, what song is that from? Lifeguard, lifeguard. That's actually from Blotto. Lifeguard. I, I, say I don't know that. It's oh, fine. that's fine. Okay. I'm going to the fringe. Uh, yeah, you're like <laughs> that one. You must have been smoking crack. Okay. I have to say that. But my favorite scene of the whole okay. movie, which uh, to me. 
out of the, all these scenes, it seems like it takes it seems like it takes up the half the movie, and it's well worth it. Um, Colby Keller winds up; he's an, a new recruit, lifeguard. Mm-hmm. He goes, and he's getting married that day, and he's supposed to meet with his his father-in-law to be Cliff Rhodes, who's who's a sort of a staple of Titan Media. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot, and his father-in-law to be is. Is, is Cliff Rhodes has a huge dick, very thin, sort of uh, but, but muscular guy. Yeah, they're kind of, it's going to be a Titan Man, right? Yeah, okay. and it's it's a really great scene. It, it develops very slowly. There's there's the the father to be sort of changing and getting undressed, ah. and they're talking about sex, talking about sex with his daughter, um, which is kind of weird, but it's kind of hot in a way. And they both start they both start jerking off together, um, and you know mm, about like one of those weddings. Uh, about like you, you know what we able to do, and it winds up that Cliff Rhodes sucks him. He sucks Colby wow. Keller, and uh, it winds up that uh, Cliff Rhodes fucks Colby Keller. Wow! We're talking about you know his daughter. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's kind of creepy and weird. It is, but it's very very hot. There's a lot. There's, there's sort of a tension. It takes a long while to develop, um, which I mean you certainly can fast forward through it. But but it, there's a lot of sort of, I mean Colby Keller is it, it looks hot, um, and it's it's a, it's a it's my favorite scene. Here, um, we wind up uh, in, in scene two with Derek Hansen, Ken Mack, and Tober Brandt, um, where they're in uh, in the store, okay. um, and they wind up that they they go to go to this back room of the store mm. where uh, Derek Hansen and Ken Mack get together, and then uh, Tober Brandt winds up joining them. Uh, I mean, this, this is sort of it's, it's a semi orgy, it's a three way, and uh, both Derek Hansen and Tober Brandt get fucked. Um, by different people at different times. Ken Max only didn't get fucked, but everybody sort of gets to fuck everybody else just about. Um, it's a it's a very hot scene. The last scene takes place where um, uh, Cam Curtis, who's new, I hadn't seen him before, and and Chad Lee are there um, are going to be fitted for their quote unquote new um, new bathing suits. Oh, you get for lifeguards. For... Uh, well, being by That's Ray, the famous Ray Dragon. Um, who um, and actually, I should say, Kobe Keller's in the center. So you mean Hans podcast? He's the one that's in the center there. Gorgeous, I think. Yes, and uh, Marco Van winds up coming in, and and everybody's sort of entranced by uh, the fact that uh, Cam Curtis has such a huge dick, um, and he winds up. Uh, I'm sorry, Chad Lee has such a huge dick, and they w- put him in a speedo, and it, Zachary Pierce and George Class come back, and uh, oh yeah, that was funny, and. Uh, and, and they wind up that they're sort of involved in the scene, sort of watching. Um, Cam Curtis looks incredible taking. I mean, it's a huge dick, and he's a small guy. Wow. Um, Ray Dragon looks I like hot. That. Mark yeah, Ray Everybody's hot. sort of pairing off. And then uh, Zachary Pearson and uh, George Glass sort of go off another part of the locker room and sort of finish off. So it is sort of three and a half. There's, it's, it's, it's a very hot movie. It's, it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Well, Titan, I would I say would... if you like Titan, this is, this is a very good movie. Even if you don't? If you don't, it would probably be, be more as catch as catch kind. Okay. I mean, you, you probably, yeah, I would Ray, think you'd like some of the scenes. Certainly. Dragon, you will, it always is really hot. So. Ray Dragon, especially. It looks a little different without the beard. Okay. So, and the uh, second movie? Which is? Uh, Pocket Rockets. I've seen this. I, I've not seen it, seen it. I've seen it out. So. Uh, Tribal Pulse. Okay. Oh, I love Tribal Pulse. Uh, Zach Wood, this is about, about 60, 70 minutes, which okay. I didn't write down the time. Uh, they also have uh, some trailers and photos. It has to be more than 60. But usually. Well, it's only four scenes, and it's about like like 
Oh, I'm sorry. It's probably like closer to 90. Yeah, I was going to say, because their, their scenario usually is about 90 and 110 minutes, somewhere between there. Right. And here, again, this is going to be for the, the much more Twinkie fans. Uh, um, they're really hot, though. These are not just oh, right. Twinkie guys. These are really hot, muscular, beautiful, hairless. In this, in this other, than, other than the person who's on the cover, who's uh, uh -huh. Kobe Miro, much more Twinkie than your typical Tribal Pulse. And I don't think I've, I, I was saying to you, I don't remember oh. reviewing a Tribal Pulse. You have not. I was going to say, uh, Skateboard Sliders, where Tribal Pulse really came in their name and with right. double penetration, was uh, all Twinks, except for one guy who wasn't a Twink. It was all about skateboard boys taking it in the ass with double dicks. And it was very hot. And that's really where they got their name from. Oh, not their name, but that's really where they started Momentum. Right. Uh, so this one it, uh, is... Twinkie again. It's very Twinkie. A little bit like, like Boat Trip. Boat Trip came out okay. also on, on DVD a little bit ago as well. And that, that has a little bit more. The ratio is a little bit different. Um, but in this case, um, yeah, and I gave it three splats. I think it's it, it, there's some hot scenes. Some of the scenes, again, sort of suffers sort of from, from all Twink, where you're kind of going, okay. you know. But a lot of people love. I, I, oh, I know. It, it, it's it's sort of, well, I mean, you could, you could make the same sort of criticism of Bellamy or Falcon that you have oh, like yeah. two similar guys. I would rather see sort of a different sort okay. of pairing and sort of go from there. Okay, so um, you gave it, what was your rating? You I gave, gave it three splats. Okay, that's a boner, which is and, very good. And you want the tagline? Please. Now is the time in Pocket Rockets when we dance. Would you like to touch my Twinkie boy? Touch him! <laughs> that's very hard because when you don't have your voice on it, uh, people don't necessarily get that, that that was very funny. So that's very good. I liked it. I love it. It's just love very Mike hard Mike. when you do the right, uh, when you write it down because it doesn't have the accent of Dweedle D or whatever it's supposed well, to be. Well, or maybe if you put the whole thing down, people will see. Maybe. They'll, yeah. Maybe they'll clue in maybe. and they'll be rewarded enough. We'll see. I'm for the intelligent. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. Anyways, so we'll go through the scenes Please. really quickly. Uh, Kobe Miro is on the, on the front. He's okay, a hot, hot blonde guy, probably the most muscular of anybody okay. we have in the movie. Uh, Zizi Andrews winds up that they're over to the, their friend's house where uh, Peter Hitcher and, and uh, Michael are down on the couch. He, Zizi Andrews goes up to, the, to take a shower, basically hinting that he wants someone to go and have sex with him. And uh, Kobe Miro's not too stupid and comes up and has sex with him. They're first in the shower and then uh, outside the shower, uh, fucks him in, in a whole bunch of different positions. Meanwhile, uh, Peter Heysha and uh, Michael are down on the couch, yellow leather couch, uh, having, having hot sex um, in scene two. Uh, scene three is Jay Vellner with Jacob, a lot of one-name people here, uh, where they're both sort of in a fitness area. I wouldn't call it a gym. It's probably too small to be a gym. But a fitness area where they're sort of working out um, and also another, uh, probably one of my favorite scenes is in the end, um, because I never had heard of Aston Martin. Oh, I don't think, I like, like the name. Like but Aston Martin. No, um, but I this love is the name. Aston. Uh, and, uh, and Jan, uh, who are in this uh, workshop for motorcycles, um, having sex on the motorcycle. Probably my favorite scene in the movie. Really? Um, I would give it three splats. A, a good recommendation. Again, you know, if, you, if you're not sort of partial to twinks and you're, you're looking for, you know, somebody with a little bit more hair? Well, I don't know. Maybe go for Lifeguard, Men of Deep Water. Of the two movies that you did were really funny. So you have, like, <laughs> Daddy and Baby. It's very good. So, so both those can be found at our sponsors at gateshiporn.com. Yes. Uh, very nice. And I loved them both. It's very good. Well, so. good. I'm, I'm, I love it when it comes together. Good. Toy. Toy. T-O-Y. Toy. So what do you have? Okay, this week was very interesting. It's the Master's Door Jam Restraints by Manline Sports Sheets. It's the new sports sheets that's been around forever, but they have now a new line just for men. So that's one of the things that I like about it. 
Uh, this ingenious portable stole uh, you. This is what you like because it goes up real fast. You like the things like the, the go up real fast. Um, bondage device turns any apartment into a dungeon in seconds. No installation is required. All you need is a door and a submissive slave uh, and a desire to torment him while he's restrained. Now, I, now, this is off the box. I did get this and I played around with it, but I had nobody to play with me. So it was just like me against the door going, I can't see the TV. Uh, but it's very How good. How did you get out? Uh, it's, oh, I'll tell you in just a second. So let me finish this box uh, <laughs> thing. Setup uh, is quick and it's all Sports Sheets products. A release is quick too. Okay. With four adjustable attaching straps and four wrist and ankle cuffs uh, for your fun to begin in minutes. Package art uh, will change soon, uh, but the high quality of the product will stay the same. Uh, the package art, actually, Manline got um, uh, Ross, the, the redheadish boy, uh, to do all their uh, oh. uh, uh, all their it's redhead day too. It is redhead day, so th that is going to change. But what I really found interesting about this is that it's um, when you get it, you're like thinking, "Oh, it's going to be that stupid Velcro vinyl crap," mm -hmm. and it isn't. This is really, really, really nicely. I was so surprised how nicely it was done. Two things I was surprised about, and how strong Velcro is, because <laughs> <laughs> when I did put it on and I got it all together, I'm like, "Oh, this is fun," and I'm like thinking, "I'm going to just." pull it off you know and, and it did not happen it was very hard to like you know i'm like ooh, and it was very so how good. did you get out I, I did this oh you put your arm yes i i didn't Our do it can see oh that. i'm sorry i didn't do it very <laughs> i wasn't like i did it so i spread eagle on my door oh, oh okay how mortifying would that be like hello can you come in my house please and unlock me uh but called the dog but it was a lot of fun <laughs> it was a lot of fun and, uh, and I was really surprised about the quality because there's a lot of, uh, of restraints out there. And um, this is the first one I did like two reasons. It wasn't that expensive as leather uh, mm -hmm. was, but it was really nicely made. I mean, I was really surprised again how nicely it made it was. And, uh, and it is fun because it is something that's inexpensive. You can pull it out. And uh, so as it says, all you need to add is a submissive or a master in my case uh, and mix it up and your fun will start. So um, it was uh, very easy to clean up, uh, obviously. and So um, they don't have the master in the box option. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a master with a big box, then you're very lucky. Uh, I love specific. you, master. Uh, I do. Uh, I was dressed like Genie in the uh, time doing it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't even have to be, let me just also say too, it doesn't even have to be for like the S&M crowd. It could just be people that want to spice up their life or somebody right. who wants to spice up their life. Uh, and le let me tell you another thing that's very interesting that I found is that uh, with this, and I haven't got to try it yet, but I'm going to love it, is that uh, straight cute guys really do love to be tied up. And so that's the other thing I found really interesting. Straight cute guys really just want to be tied up and fondled. Uh, and so probably straight ugly guys might also like to be fun. Well, Who knows? That's very true, but I don't talk to them, so <laughs> they don't exist in my world. But uh, but so yeah, get this, and I guarantee you, you're going to get a straight cute guy. Oh <laughs> yeah, like that guarantee. Yeah. So this is a lot of fun. So uh, this was I want to thank. Is this, our... this where we do the disclaimers? Well, it doesn't work for gay porn. Cannot actually. If you buy this product, you cannot actually guarantee that you're going to have a straight guy. Yes. Your mileage may vary. There you go. And that's Boyd, that's Wisconsin, where imprinted by the. <laughs> very good. So that can be found at gateshiporn.com. And I want to tell them thank you very much because they suggested this product for me to try. And I really did like it. I thought, oh, it was going to be because there was another uh, product like it that they had me try from like Pipe Dreams or something like that was like something they sell at Spencer's. And you're kind of like, oh, it's so. Made of pipe cleaners? No. Pipe <laughs> Dream is the name of the company who did it. This is Sports Sheets. This is their own line. 
uh, <laughs> no, pipe dreams. And it's like that cheap shit that you see at Spencer's all the time. And okay. it's, it's stupid. And, and you're like going, oh, for $9, is it, is it even worth it to like, you know? And I'm like, oh. But you were happy with it. I was happy with this. I was really happy. And they have all different kinds. And so they have um, slings uh, sets. And uh, they had one that was a game that kind of made me laugh. It was a ring toss. That you mm-hmm. stick, the, you stick the spike in the ass, and then you play ring toss <laughs> with it, which was fabulous. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I got. <laughs> I got you going on that one. Oh, I got this your. Little piggy went to market. I actually got. Yes, it is funny as hell. I got uh, your laugh on. Um, we went to. Uh, I'm sorry. This is totally. This is going to drive you nutty. We went to amusement park. Uh, last week, and I got your laugh on um, a video camera, so it should be very good. So we'll actually. So eventually, we'll have it on ringtones. We'll eventually, we'll have it for ringtones. And the thing that made me <laughs> laugh about it is, you were saying, I don't know what's worse, me, because you made me. I got sick, by the way. Uh, you made me go on this little spinny thing. What is what is Tilt a whirl. Tilt a whirl. So I go on the tilt whirl, thinking I'm gonna uh, get you laughing. <laughs> And, and in the meantime, I got so nauseous on the way home from that thing, I had to take a nap. I was, like, so sick by that stupid tilt-a-whirl. So you're laughing, and I'm going, oh, my God, oh, my God, it's spinning. So, you can hear it on the yeah, thing? Yeah, you can, unfortunately, hear it. So, so somewhere in between. Can we get a ringtone of you going, oh, my God, oh, oh no, my God. it's because, because on the tilt-a-whirl, now, if, if people don't know what a tilt-a-whirl is. It, it, it basically, it's a cantilever. It goes up and down mm-hmm. on this track sort of thing. It just goes in a circle. Yeah. And it's a and because ride. right, and it's a child's ride. Yeah. Yes, and and because it spins on its own axis and goes up and down, you have these parts where it whips around, and so you have these parts where it goes slow, and the parts where it goes really slow, very very fast. And you watched this before we got on. Yes. This little kid sat in the middle. And you're like, you have to sit in the middle. You have to sit in the middle. You have to sit in the middle. And then it was like, because that one doesn't spin. And then of course, we sat in the middle, and of course, we whipped around, and you got very upset. We were like, we have to separate, and that didn't help. We no, have to come together. Helped. Nothing helped with this. Oh, God, it's happening again. You were just angry, like you were surprised that we would speed well, up. Well, I didn't think it was going to go so fast. That was very, very fast around, <laughs> and boy, it got me nauseous. So, and I shouldn't have eaten so much square potato salad, and I wouldn't have been so sick. Okay. Uh, so, anyhow, that's the toy for review, and ready for our next segment. Absolutely. Now, now it's, it's time, time for MTFT. That's music, music to fuck to. Now, you told me I was going to love this one. This was something about ants in my pants. Well, this is the Fire Apes. Fire Apes. Yes, uh, and they are from, uh, this actually comes from the Podsafe Music Network, okay. music.podshow.com, and they are from Charleston, South Carolina. Very nice. How demure they must be. And you can reach them at http, uh, www.thefireapes, all one word, oh, very dot com. Nice. Very good. And they are actually cute. All four members <gasps> are cute. Oh. Were this a different month, you could see them, but... I don't care. Um, <laughs> the well, Fire Apes, and the song is It's Over. Okay. We're going to give them a listen. You tell me if it's music to fuck to. Okay, I'm ready. I can tell by the the music that the lead singer has a big dick. I can tell that already. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, they sound a little bit of Jimmy Swirl. Is that what they, they have a little bit of? Uh... Like Jimmy. Actually, I was thinking. I, I Jimmy Swirl's not bad. I was actually thinking of of uh, a Weezer. They do as well. Actually, Which, that's probably more. 
what it sounds like to me. But they, they, they're not quite like we. No, in some of the they have their own original. They have they sound. have several songs, they have several CDs out, I should say. Uh, I like I liked everything. I did like the voices of the people. It was very nice, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, I hope they have big dicks. Uh, <laughs> so that's all I can hope. Very good. It's definitely music to fuck to. I really did like it. So oh, good. Very good. And we should tell oh. our affiliates we're going to run a little long. Well, surprising. Well, we'll go fast, real fast, real yeah. fast. I didn't need to know. Did uh, we ever? Did were we ever? Uh, uh, punished a pod uh, pickle uh, for that guy who complained about us for playing his music. As far as I know, okay. I haven't did checked. you check? Okay, neither have I. So maybe we should <laughs> check. I was asking to see what has happened about that. Let's ask during the podcast. Okay. Hello, all you biatches. It's time for your sex turn ons and turn offs. What, oh, by the way, so did much? you turn the oven off? <laughs> it's no, I just like... wanted to know if uh, we got like taken off because he threatened us, and so oh, I just wanted whatever happened so. with that. I okay, would have so... written back to threaten more. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and we think he's a loser anyway. <laughs> Next two turn-ons and turn-offs from Larry from New Orleans. Oh. Uh, he uh, obviously is a top. Uh, his turn-ons are hungry bottoms, huge cum loads, anal stretching, holes that are passed around and shared with friends. Oh, how Ooh. nice that is. It's like a Sunday brunch. Try this. Would, would you like a hole? <laughs> would you like a hole? <laughs> and then his turn-offs are dirty bottoms. The holes are lovely today. <laughs> they are very nice. Very nice and warm. Kind of smoky. Yeah, a smoky hole. <laughs> Uh, his turnoffs are dirty bottoms and guys who have partied too much. So, thank you. By uh, being Larry. passed around too much? Oh, uh, no. Party, <laughs> you know. But uh, thank you, Larry, for writing in. We do love that. And New Orleans, uh, uh, I really, we have to go back soon and see. I still love that town, even though it's, you know, I'll have to go back. Uh, then we just have Master Tom from New York, New York, right? Oh. Uh, Master Tom. Oh, yeah, he wrote in Ground code. Control? Uh, yeah, Master Tom to Major Tom. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so his turn-ons are smooth, sexy, dark chocolate, masculine, S, powerful, black, bare, belly, men. Hmm. Mad cool. I'm mad cool. Uh, funny, chill. Caesar, mustache, in too nice. Okay. I, I don't. I got it. Uh, what's Caesar. Caesar, oh, is that the, the look? Maybe. Caesar? Okay. Maybe it's Caesar Chavez. He's know. really in, he's really into, you know. Um, oh, and we keep on going. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he also likes white and Latin ass. Average to thick, A+. Plus. Black cats, too. Uh, he likes. Cool, uh, masculine. Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Firebird. Yeah, the candy man. Uh, he likes masculine, clean guys, bottoms or versatiles who want a thick dick and the ass or mouth. Okay. Uh, and so his turnoffs are just attitude, dot, dot, dot. That's Ooh. all his turnoffs. So Master Tom, we love you. So you love a lot of that uh, Sammy Davis Jr. people. So that's our turnoffs and turnoffs for this week. Okay. And thanks for writing in. And if you want to write in, it's info at gayporntalk.com. Or you can Skype us, which I, we actually do have a Skype uh, that I didn't get to you yet. That's fabulous. And so thank you. We'll make sure to turn our Skypes on. <laughs> Uh, but yes, or you can call us at two zero two four seven zero two four nine three. And do we have do we have emails this week? I think we do. Okay. The mail did. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm going. I'm going. Oh, no, you're going. organized. Okay. Yes, I was organized. Two yes. things are very interesting. Okay. Uh, oh, one writes in. Uh, who uh, squeal writes in and says, "Hey guys, thanks for turning me on to XTube. We talked about that before last okay. week. XTube.com." I looked at for Turkish bottom, but couldn't find the link. Any ideas uh, whether the that was a correct name? Yes, it is a correct name. Real fast for people who want to go to xtube.com and find Turkish bottom. It was one of the many things I saw. Uh, they also go by um, 
the kind of videos and so this was a dildo video and uh -huh. so if you look under dildos you'll find them because it's going to be one of the most popular videos that there is or you can actually search for Turkish bottom all one word and you can find him uh, very hot young guy who was just sitting on a dildo it was very hot about three minute video he had like 10 or 12 of them uh, and he thanks dildos or, or uh, videos videos <laughs> video <laughs> clips of, of him sitting on dildos very hot guy uh, but there's many other ones I mean there's many dildo ones and so mm -hmm. you can find them every day it's a lot of fun and free uh, also, uh, he suggests about our sponsors, Gaethje Porn, uh, to do something like that, attach content. So we'll, we'll forward that to our sponsor, and thank you for writing in, and we'll let them, you know, see what they do. I'm sure they've already thought about what they can do. I'm sure they have. Uh, they've, got, they've got the whole website thing to do. <laughs> they've got the whole thing I don't want to give them more to do. Uh, and then uh, Eric from Boston writes in and goes, uh, hey guys, love your original porn cast. When are you going to do, oh, when are you going to do any videos? I think they're funny as hell, Eric. From Boston. So, uh, any ideas when we're going to do it? I think he's talking about those uh, videos that we did at the very beginning of our podcast, and that uh, <laughs> we got reamed on by like uh, the horrible competition. Uh, again, not a competition, but another podcast who like said horrible things about us. Well, it was a video minute. It was video but, minutes we did. And so, any and ideas? And actually, we're now do that we do the enhanced podcast because you know the video minutes were were fun to do, but the you know the amount of time that, that it took for us to sort of do them and get well, them produced and. And get them all done for the, for the we'll minute and a half they Specials. Were. Maybe we'll oh, do right. a couple specials. Maybe we can do like a Halloween special. <laughs> if I can find a stupid spy camera, maybe we can do a Halloween special. Or maybe we can do like, you know, something special of me running so people can, you know, I, I might as well embarrass myself on, you know, I might as well embarrass myself. Oh, so. you never embarrass yourself. Oh my gosh, you're so nice to me tonight. Something's wrong. <laughs> okay, so uh, that's it. And uh, I think we're running a little bit long. Yeah. Okay, so that's it. And uh, anything else you want to say? No, stay hard. Okay, and. Uh, that's it. Be kind to each other. Oh, those guys are fast. <laughs>